This podcast is proudly brought to you by Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile. You can visit them at www.soulstreetcoffee.com. And Anchor, the premier podcast hosting platform. Are you interested in launching your own podcast? Please visit them at anchor.fm. Welcome into our off-season mini-series for the National Football League. Hi, everyone. I am Summer, and I want to thank you for joining us. I am pleased to be joining Billy and Kenneth as we prepare to cover the National Football League in 2021. Kenneth announced on Twitter that with all the cancellations and postponements in the NBA and with the unique realignment for this season in the NHL due to COVID that it was best for us as a network to take a step back, reevaluate and strengthen our football databases for the NFL. So now that we are finishing up those new databases for the National Football League, we will do a three-part series for each division. Part 1 will look back at how each team finished the 2020 season and a look ahead to for them in 2021. We will look at their cap situation, draft picks in the first three rounds of the 2021 draft, and what is their biggest question going into this period. Part 2 will be a look back after the first wave of free agency moves and look ahead to the NFL draft. And finally, Part 3 evaluate the teams after free agency and the draft. If you have not done so already, we ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By giving us a five-star rating, it helps get the word out about the show. So I'd like to welcome in Kenneth. Let us start with the NFC West. The Seattle Seahawks won the division with a record of 12-4. and The Los Angeles Rams finished second with a record of 10-6 and and made the playoffs. The Arizona Cardinals finished third with a record of 8-8. and And the San Francisco 49ers finished last with a record of 6-10. and Up next is the San Francisco 49ers. And let's start right there with the San Francisco 49ers. They come into the offseason with about $11 million in cap space, 55 players under contract, but some very big names on their pending free agency list. We're going to start uh, right there because it is decision time for uh, GM John Lynch and head coach Kyle Shanahan as what are they going to do with this roster? Are they going to retool it or are they going to tear it down and and basically start start with a, a hard reset. Some of those names that are uh, key free agents, left tackle Trent Williams, cornerback Richard Sherman, defensive tackle Solomon Thomas, fullback slash tight end Kyle Juszczyk, and running back Tevin Coleman. But the burning question, and these usually come at the end, but if you've listened to uh, these off-season podcasts going through um, all divisions, when it pertains to a quarterback, that goes Um, right at the top of the charts here. So the burning question for me about this franchise is what are they going to do with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo long-term? Is he the the long-term answer at the quarterback position? Now, Jimmy G right now has a cap number of about, and we're going to round up to $27 million. But if the team cuts him, they could save $24 million in salary cap space. That would give the team uh, roughly about $33 million um, to kind of retool this roster. Now, bear with me here because of the fit. It would not be the craziest idea for them to sign former Chicago Bears quarterback, assuming he doesn't go back, in Mitchell Trubisky. What does Kyle Shanahan like? Think back to, like I said, when his father was um, – the head coach with the Broncos winning Super Bowls, um, John Elway, even though John was at the uh, tail end of his career, John was still able to do some of those bootlegs and things like that. Think of Jake the Snake Plumber 
same same type of quarterback. Mobile can move on the run. A lot of bootlegs, a lot of waggles, a lot of play action. Mitch Trubisky could absolutely thrive in that kind of system if you put the necessary uh, skill guys around him. So it's not the craziest idea for them to sign him at a much lower number than what uh, Jimmy G is going to cost you. And you can take some of that additional cap money and draft uh, picks and really reshape and remold this roster without having to hit a hard reset. Let's take a look at the uh, draft selections for the San Francisco 49ers. They come into the 2021 uh, NFL draft with 10 total picks, three of those in the first three rounds. Pick number 12 overall in the first round. In the second round, pick 43 overall. And in the third round, pick 102 overall. They also have a fourth round pick, three fifth round picks, a sixth and two seventh round picks. So uh, you've already heard the burning question for the 49ers. It's decision time with Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you cut him, trade him, or um, keep him as your starting quarterback? But whatever it is, that's going to have to be decided before the free agency period starts for the 2021 uh, league year. Up next is the Arizona Cardinals. And up next is the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals GM Steve Klein, head coach Cliff Kingsbury. The Cardinals come into the offseason uh, going into the 2021 season with about $9 million of salary cap space, 55 players under contract. Now, this team is starting to transition. And that starts with uh, future first ballot Hall of Famer wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald and um, all-pro cornerback Patrick Peterson. Do those guys um, come back because they are uh, pending free agents? Or do um, the Cardinals move on from Patrick Peterson and look to bring back Larry Fitzgerald um, for maybe one final season at a, a team-friendly uh, contract. Also, this the Cardinals are going to need to probably restructure the deal for um, Chandler Jones. $20 million cap number, only $5 million of that is dead money. So if they were to release him, and I'm saying this as a big if, it's about a $16 million cap savings, but I can't imagine any team releasing a, a top flight pass rusher just to improve the cap when they are not um, in cap purgatory. So those are going to be some moves to look for in the offseason with the Arizona Cardinals. Let's take a look at their um, draft coming up in the 2021 uh, NFL draft. They have five total picks three of those in the first three rounds. Pick number 16 in the first round. In the second round, pick number 49 overall. And in the third round, pick number 79 overall. No fourth round pick. They do have a fifth, no sixth, and they do have a seventh round pick. So the burning question for this team is, what do they do to reshape and remold this roster? Because we're not seeing the growth from the quarterback 
Kyler Murray, especially when teams starting to get a book on him, especially those teams in the division like a Seattle, like the Rams, and like the 49ers, who are starting to see him twice a year, really starting to have a lot of success with him. So what can Cliff Kingsbury do to help um, their number one draft pick from just a couple of years ago really elevate his ball game as an NFL quarterback? After this quick commercial break, we will be back to finish up the last two teams in this division. The Rebel Walk is your source for the best coverage of Ole Miss sports. You can follow our good friend, Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie, and you can follow The Rebel Walk on Twitter at The Rebel Walk. Be sure to check out their website at www.therebelwalk.com. Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career, and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting fight in Texas Ag you ever lived reveals his life as the on-field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game-changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics, and remains the youngest starting college athlete ever. He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas on for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the greatest amateur sports story of all time. We are pleased to be partnered with our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. The mission of I'm Changing the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as an inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel speaks to athletes about taking back the headlines for good, showing them that they have the power to change the narrative and to find their purpose in life outside of their sport. To live lives of purpose, passion and platform. Just like her inspiration, Alabama and NFL star, Kevin Turner did before he succumbed to ALS and CTE. For more information please visit www.iamchangingthenarrative.org Welcome back everyone. So, Kenneth, let us finish up with the two remaining teams in this division. Up next is the Los Angeles Rams. And up next is the LA Rams. General Manager Les Snead, who's been with the team since 2012, and head coach is Sean McVay. Now, coming into the offseason, the Rams are about $31 million over the cap with 59 players under contract. And we talk about the cap mess that um, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints are in, but the Rams are in just as much trouble from a cap standpoint. And I'm going to just look at it this way. The talk about trading Jarek Goff is almost laughable to me considering what his cap number is and how much dead money is involved. Goff's 
cap number right now is about $35 million. His dead money is $65 million with a cap loss of $30 million. So, unless there is a team that's willing to eat all of that, I don't see Jared Goff being traded no more so than I see uh, the Philadelphia Eagles being able to move on from Carson Wentz. Being that both of those contracts are extremely fresh and there's still a lot of guaranteed money left in both of those deals. So, for better, for worse, for richer or for poorer, and in sickness and in health, the Rams are married to golf for this upcoming year like the Philadelphia Eagles are married to Carson Wentz. So, I know that Andrew Whitworth is talked about coming back for um, another season. $11 million as a cap number. Um, half of that money is um, guaranteed. So, they could save money if they moved on from him, but it looks like he wants to come back and the team wants him back. Defensive end, Michael Brockers. Right tackle, Rob um, Havenstein. Tight end, Tyler Higsby. Are just some of the contracts that this team is going to have to work with to see what can, what can they do. So, a team to watch as far as the moves that they're going to have to make uh, once the new league year starts. The L.A. Rams is definitely at the top of that list. Who are they going to have to cut and who are they going to have to restructure to get underneath the cap? Looking at their uh, 2021 draft uh, selections as it stands right now, this team has seven picks in the uh, 2021 draft. Only two of those picks are in the first three rounds. They have no first round pick. That's part of the uh, trade for Jalen Ramsey to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, their first pick right now is slated to be number 57 overall in the second round. They do have three third round picks, number 88 overall, 101, and 103. This team also has a fourth round pick, no fifth a sixth-round pick, and a seventh-round pick. Burning question is, is not what they're going to do with golf. It's simply going to be how do they retool and reshape uh, this roster to get under the salary cap. Up next is the Seattle Seahawks. And up next is the Seattle Seahawks. I want to say a quick hello to my good friend Kevin Hagan, who is a huge um, Seahawks fan. And for all the 12s out there, um, glad to have you a part of the podcast. Let's take a look at um, the 2021 Seahawks as they get ready to go into the offseason. General Manager John Snyder, who has been with the team since 2010, and of course, led by head coach Pete Carroll. The Seahawks come into the offseason with about $3 million of salary cap space with 47 players under contract. And two key free agents for this ball club that they are going to likely want back are linebacker K.J. Wright and running back Carlos Hyde. This is another team that's going to have to make some restructures and, and player cuts to, to take care of their cap. Now, 
Fortunately for the Seattle Seahawks, their cap situation is not nearly as dire as the LA Rams, but definitely need to make um, make some moves here. And John Snyder um, is one of the best at uh, redoing contracts and kind of reshaping this uh, roster on the fly. So fully expect him to do a lot of deals to where um, guys are brought back in, but under a lower cap number and kind of help reshape this roster. Now, the Seattle Seahawks come into the 2021 draft with only four picks uh, currently. Only one of those picks are in the first three rounds, and that's pick number 56 in this second round. This team has no first round pick, no third round pick. They do have a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick, no sixth round picks, and one seventh round pick. So my burning question for the Seattle Seahawks is how does um, John Snyder, and for that matter, Pete Carroll, get Russell Wilson the tools that he's going to need to start cooking at the end of the season like he was at the beginning of the 2020 season. We hope that you have enjoyed this special edition episode as we get ready for the 2021 NFL and college football seasons. Be sure to head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. Please give a follow to our good friend Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie and her fantastic site at The Rebel Walk. We are also proud to support our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. For more information please visit www.imchangingthenarrative.org. Be sure to check our good friends at Whitwell Sports. Their mission is simple, to provide the best product and service to their customers. They take great pride in their company, their commitment to customer service, and in the product they sell. Their website is www.witwillsports.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Title Towel. Be sure that catch Kenneth breaking down the game of the week in the SEC on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show with the Georgia Dog, Pac-12 Dave, Noel Core, Irish Bill, Tiger Mike, and Ms. Callie Cash on the Ticket 850 where you can stream the show at www.wearesportsradio.com. Also be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at time underscore advantage. In closing, we want to say thank you for listening to this preview for this weekend's games. And remember whether it is the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or the the SEC and Mid-America conferences in college football. Because we are the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network and we are here to help you find your sports advantage. For Kenneth and Billy, this is summer and a wonderful day everybody.